styling to stay or sell with Peony and Silk. Curate a space that will whisper, welcome home. As they walk through the door, peonyandsilk.com.au. This is Jackie from the Styling to Stay or Sell podcast, talking about all things property styling and interior design. So nice to have you here. I'm here with Grace. We're still in... COVID-19 lockdown, semi-lockdown in New South Wales. Actually, this topic is totally relevant to me because at home we're doing a lot of decluttering. But really, when it comes to style, there hasn't been much going on. It's been lots of, much like the last time I spoke to you, lots of Ugg boot wearing and jackets on the top. Decluttering, let's talk decluttering and how it can affect your emotional well-being. So at the moment, we can't ignore the topic of COVID-19. People are in their homes a lot more than what they normally would be. And so it's really important that they're in a home that's supporting their emotional well-being because it's a tough time out there for a lot of people. And there's huge amounts of evidence out there that suggests that your environment, your direct environment has a direct impact on your mental health. And one of the best things you can do um, for your mental health and to improve your direct environment is to declutter. Before you start any DIY project, any, are they calling them Corona DIY projects? Before you start any of those things, you really need to declutter first because otherwise it's, you're not helping the situation. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's just, you're kind of moving one thing to another, like another place. Like, yeah. oh, we want to paint this yep. wall. So yep. let's move everything to the other side of the room. And then you've still got the stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it might actually be easier and better to get rid of it before you start moving stuff around. So that would be my number one tip. Decluttering should be the first thing you focus on if you're looking to do any kind of DIY in your property while you're in it a lot more often than regularly, you know. So Yeah. yeah, absolutely would be my number one thing to do. Generally with decluttering, one of the big things, it can be such an overwhelming thing to do and people just don't know how to how to start or where to start yeah it becomes, or yeah what area yeah, and what, yeah. What, what's important what, as well you know I've been doing stupid decluttering my socks I don't need to do that I need to get into my desk drawers and work out some space yeah exactly <laughs> not, not socks yeah but <laughs> you know what I would say I would say working on your socks is still you're still decluttering still you're still productive. getting rid of stuff that you need to get rid of yeah, I would say at this particular time if you pick a thing to declutter and it may not be the best thing for you to declutter at the time, but you're still decluttering, I think that's an okay thing to do. So don't worry that you've done your socks and not your desk drawer. I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're I do think something. So you should always also maybe start with a list. Yes. Instead of just looking around your house and being like, oh my goodness, what do I need to do? Yeah. Having a list that's like, okay. Yeah. Well, as someone. Today, who- I'm going to do this. Yeah, tomorrow yeah, I'm going to do, do that. I'm not a massive fan of lists. My husband loves a list. Lists give me anxiety. I can only have three things on a list at a time. I would say the first thing you need to do is identify a room and then go down again, identify an area in that room. Yeah. The overwhelm thing is big with decluttering. And I think the more you break it down, the easier it becomes. But one of the things that people will come up against when they're doing the decluttering, whichever technique, and we'll talk about some techniques in a minute, whichever technique they take on, one of the things that people are going to come up against is the emotional attachment to items that they have. Yeah. And whether that's a good emotion or a negative emotion. Wardrobes, for example, notoriously Mm -hmm. difficult for people to declutter. Some people are awesome at it. A lot of people are really difficult with it. Women are 
and I'll talk about an example in regard for, like for women. You might have things in your cupboard that you've never worn or your wardrobe you'd never worn, still have tags on them. But when you look at it, you feel guilty because you've bought that, but you've never worn it and you hold on to it. So you're holding yeah. on to that guilt. You're holding on to those emotions. So you need to get rid of it. Or maybe you've put on a bit of weight and I suspect there'll probably be a lot of people after COVID when they come out of oh lockdown. My God, tell me about it. I've done nothing but eat, Grace. It's been terrible. Uh, but anyway, I <laughs> know. people hold on to things that they don't fit into anymore. So what yeah. are they holding on to? Well, they're, holding on, yeah, they're holding on to shame. They're holding on to yeah. shame. Just send it on its way. Someone else can wear that. And you're letting go of that shame because you're reminded every time you open your cupboard and you look at that outfit that you can't fit into anymore that you've put on weight and then how does that make you feel as a person chuck it Mm. get rid of it these are the sort of things that people come up against with decluttering they really need to look at people who are decluttering really need to look at why they wanting to hold on to stuff what is it i'm a big one for holding on to things yeah for emotional reasons (laughs) yeah yeah memories i know we're going to talk about marie kondo shortly but there was a big yeah she's got a very aggressive (laughs) approach but oh very yeah but the fact that she says the only things you should keep are things that keep you give you joy is a really good idea because it's a good and it's a good thing to keep in mind when you're doing yeah Uh, my suggestion would, would be her procedure and method is probably only workable and achievable for certain demographics graphics and certain type of people. I think the majority of people, it's too much and it's too difficult and it's too easy to go, oh, no, I'm not doing that. One of the things about her approach that people had a real issue with was books because her approach is once you've read a book, it should go. But people have such emotional attachment to books which is totally understandable. I've got books that I've read a number of times. Now, one of the things she yeah. sort of says is if you've had a book in your bookcase and you haven't read it in a long time, then you probably should let it go. And the other thing she says, even if you've got a favourite book, but it, it doesn't provide you, you know, it doesn't give you that joy that she's referring to, but it's a book that you've loved to read. She suggests sort of taking a photo of a particular passage and putting that somewhere. Yeah. But then that adds to your online electronic clutter, which is another I have so thing. many photos on my phone. That's ridiculous. I am a hoarder of <laughs> photos. Yeah, yeah. I cannot get rid of them. Yeah, exactly. What you're really doing is turning it from hoarding in your bookcase to hoarding in your photos on your yeah. on your phone. And the thing with Marie Kondo that I don't I don't want to talk to my things. No, it's I want to thank them. It's a bit weird. I don't know about you, but this COVID lockdown, shutdown, be at home all the time has definitely been sending me a little bit crazy. <laughs> and I feel like that's a crazy I don't want to step into just yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. decluttering. Yeah, I'm absolutely. like I'm probably like two weeks away from talking to objects and I'm not ready for that yet. No. I think having that idea of going, okay, this item, this thing doesn't serve me anymore. It was awesome when it did and it's time to let it go. I think that's an okay thing. But but I think that idea of always keeping in your head, what emotion is this bringing up in me when I look at it? And then use that as your guidance to get rid of things. If people haven't heard of Marie Kondo, she sort of gained infamy recently with her Netflix special. But prior to that, she had done a book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, where she just says, basically, you go into a room, you dump everything in that room on the bed or on the floor, and you go through it systematically picking up each item oh this is a pencil does this pencil give me joy no it doesn't thank you for it so your service and then getting rid of it that way it's a hardcore approach 
I think it would only really work for those people who have a lot of time on their hands and not... And it's pretty disciplined. It's really disciplined. It's really disciplined. Like that's a whole... I would just end up getting distracted or getting overwhelmed and now I have a pile of clothes and all of my possessions... All all over the floor. Yep, all All on the bed and all on the floor. Yep. And now I don't want to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's the overwhelming part. (laughs) And that's exactly why it would never work for me. I much prefer the approach I call the 20-minute approach where I get my three or three buckets or I get a three three piles. One would be chuck, one would be donate, one would be sell, and then and then you put your things that you're keeping in another one. So you've yeah. got your three buckets for the things that you're getting rid of. I would suggest setting a timer, 20-minute timer, and just doing it in 20-minute lots. So if just yeah. say you start with your bedroom, and I would always say start with your bedroom because it's the most important room in your house, even though it's the room that mo- most people don't see. So start with your bedroom you know, and maybe go, okay, I'm going to do my drawers. 20 minutes and then you pick everything out and you go, okay, yes, this fits. No, that doesn't fit. Be really quick with your decision-making. If you've got, don't have a maybe pile. Yeah, if, the maybe, maybe pile always seems to work back and make itself home again in my yes, cupboard. Yes, exactly, exactly. So my suggestions would be probably the donate pile probably would be the biggest one you've got. What I would say is do not donate do not put in the donate pile anything that's ripped, torn, broken, anything like that. Charities spend a lot of money each year going through items that have been donated that really shouldn't have been donated. So if it's not yeah. something you're happy to have your family members wear or it's not in a position that you would wear now even if you wanted to or didn't or it fit you or it didn't, please do not donate those things because charities really need to focus their money on other other things instead of going through that stuff. It costs millions and millions of dollars for them to do that. It's one of the reasons why they took away those donations bins because people were just using it incorrectly and just yeah Yeah. it's really terrible your donation pile be really if you think it's sellable my recommendation with things for sale is put a limit on it so say okay I'm not going to put anything for sale that is less than a hundred dollars and then put another limit on how much time you give yourself to sell the items. Yeah, that's a really what, good idea. Yeah, what you don't want to be doing is going, okay, I'm going to sell those and then they're in your garage for a year and a half. You know, you need to go, okay, photos on, onto Facebook Marketplace, onto Gumtree or any of those sort of places that sell secondhand goods, but do it quickly. What you don't want to be doing is wasting, because look, selling items that way can be very frustrating and it can be a time-wasting exercise. Don't be wasting time by putting low dollar items that way. Just just donate them. If you're in a financial position to donate stuff, donate them. Like our style but wanting to stay, we also do bespoke interior design to make you love your home more. peonyandsilk.com.au Something we probably should talk about is um, at the moment um, we're decluttering but there's nowhere to take that stuff to. Yeah, I'm having um, a real problem with that. If you're planning to declutter at the moment, I can only really talk about New South Wales and Australia here, but a lot of the secondhand shops, Salvation Army, St Vincent de Paul, they've all been shut, and rightly so. That's to keep their staff members yeah. safe and um, yeah. and the wider community, but that means that they're not taking donations. So before you really start doing this hardcore, you'd probably need to make sure that you've got some space in a garage or a shed where you can store stuff safely until after the lockdown and these places are accepting donations again. 
selling stuff may be um, an option, but likely it's something that I probably wouldn't recommend. Yeah, I suppose, I'd probably wait until yeah, I Yeah, I would as well. I don't want, yeah, absolutely. It may be different if you're listening from overseas. I mean, as far as I know, this is an, a worldwide issue. I wouldn't be having people coming to the property to, to and cash and handling cash yeah too. exactly exactly it's um yeah. it's a tricky time so what i would suggest is making sure that you if you're doing decluttering during covid lockdown make sure you've got a designated space whether it be in your roof or loft space garage or a shed where you can keep the items that you're going to sell and keep the items that you're going to donate in safe dry condition but you can still chuck out the stuff that's broken damaged has run past its best buy dates So the three bucket 20 minute rule, I think it's a much more easy approach to take than something that's so hardcore that than Mari. And I think when you start decluttering, it's good to have like a process in place. Otherwise you're just kind of doing your own thing and then you kind of, again, get distracted or you lose momentum or get overwhelmed. If you have that process in place and you know exactly what you're meant to be doing, I think it kind of leads to more successful. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The other option is, you know, I'm saying 20 minutes timer. You can increase that. What I would maybe suggest, especially if you're super, super overwhelmed, is to pick something that you think you could get through within that period. So if you're doing a small area, a manageable pile, because then once it's done, it gives you a level of satisfaction. You're feeling a bit more positive about yourself and it gives you the sort of impetus to sort of keep going forward to the the next area. In your ability. Exactly. Yeah. I've done it. Awesome. You know, like, Like, okay, I can handle a bigger space or a longer amount of time, or I can chuck out more things now because I'm my emotional ties are already loosened you know yeah if the buzzer goes off after 20 minutes and you're like oh that was that was pretty quick then next time do try 30 minutes increase it to 40 minutes try a bigger space or get to the stage where you're like okay instead of putting a timer on you just focus on an area and then you just do it till it's done you know I wouldn't say start there I would say start at the 20 minutes and work your way up because improving and doing it over and over and over again gives you the confidence to go for that bigger space. One thing I would suggest is if you're struggling emotionally with your emotional ties to items, maybe get someone in there that's a little bit who is a supportive member or of your circle, whether it be a family member, to be there with you. Um, Or even just FaceTime them in. Yeah. Have a little FaceTime session with a friend and go through your wardrobe. Have a little, you know, try on session and that helps you social side of it as well yeah absolutely that's a great idea grace yeah that's a great idea in your room for a bit or in certain area and just staring at that overwhelming situation of like cleaning out your wardrobe you know you kind of need different distractions but not complete distractions yeah you get what i mean yeah absolutely i think that's a really great idea i really like that i think that's great because you've Mm. you're solving the issue of connection during this weird time we're in but you're also solving a problem of okay actually that skirt looks terrible on you yeah. it's not doing anything for you but you, you know you need to have someone you need to be doing some of that with someone who is honest 
but tactful, but also to sort of say, well, why are you holding on to that? Just get rid of it. What's the point of having that? Get rid of it. And it stops you overthinking things. Absolutely. Happy decluttering your desk drawer. Yeah, I might go and set a timer. I might go and (laughs) do some decluttering. (laughs) Set a timer. Recycle those items in your desk drawer that you don't need. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Grace. Stay stylish. Penny and Silk. If you like our style, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. 